Hi, and welcome to this episode of the Regroup Hour. It's wonderful to have you here, and I hope you found somewhere that feels lovely to listen undisturbed. I'm Henny, and I'm fascinated by how building a bedrock of self-care enables deep and lasting change. The Regroup Hour is a regular time for some rest, reflection and relaxation, where I share experiences, knowledge and tools that help us develop clarity, calm and confidence so we can make and manage the changes that we seek. These are all things that have been useful for me personally in some way, and my guests are all people who have either played a part in my own change journey or who have experienced their own deep and lasting change. So it's a gentle hour-ish to take a step away from everything that's going on around you and simply join together with others, virtually through our live events or metaphorically through listening to these recorded sessions to explore what may be useful to you in times of change. It truly is an opportunity to regroup with others and with yourself and settle into whatever this time brings. So a few weeks ago, I shared some thoughts in the podcast on the gift of time about how we can choose what we bring with us from this experience we've had of lockdown. And today I want to talk about how that relates to vulnerability as how the the noise and the activity of the world around us begins to return. We may find ourselves closing back down um, internally and even as our kind of external world starts to open up. So it's this this idea of the, the kind of paradox, I suppose, of what happens um, when we come out of a phase where we've been um, so contained that we've actually been able to open up internally. It's also what happens sometimes after retreat actually if you've been on a retreat and you have this experience when you're away where everything else around you starts to fall away the distractions the noise the pressures all of that starts to fall away and so you're then more able to open up internally and access that more vulnerable part of yourself and it strikes me that there may be something similar occurring for some of us as we make this shift out of lockdown into whatever it is that um, comes next. Uh, This idea of vulnerability has resonated with me as well as I've listened to feedback from people, lovely comments um, and, and very tender messages from people on the back of the podcast that I shared last week, the episode called Mirror Mirror, where I exposed some of my vulnerability and shared a story of something which has deeply impacted me around my self-image and the tools that I've used to, to help myself move forward from that. So it feels like there's been a bit of a thread around vulnerability and it felt like an opportunity a beautiful opportunity to to talk about something which is incredibly important actually 
um, for us all to be able to access our vulnerability and maintain it safely for ourselves. So there's another aspect to this which I think relates to the response that there has been across the world uh, to this the cry to end racism and that cry has been deep and impactful and my sense is that it's come out of vulnerability it's come out of a willingness to look something terrible in the eye and say that's enough we've had enough now and as humans we often find it hard to acknowledge things we don't like about ourselves or about our society or about the people that we hold dear because we're hardwired to protect ourselves from difficult feelings which is why it can often feel very overwhelming when we do um, look in the face of, of, of the more challenging feelings and emotions and experiences that we have. So harnessing our vulnerability or our willingness to accept what needs to change is an enormous power and and it also takes courage to do that. Um, Brené Brown, as I'm sure um, you're familiar um, with her work and if not then then look her up uh, she did an incredible TED talk a few years ago she's also done a series on Netflix as well um, and her sort of mantra really is that vulnerability is our strength so I wonder whether there is a correlation here between the experience of lockdown the place of vulnerability that has brought us um, to that experience of lockdown, the vulnerability of, of being collectively impacted by the COVID virus and the vulnerability that we've been able to access because of being in that lockdown space, whether that has been um, part of what has made this this cry out against racism possible right now. So this time of lockdown has obviously meant many things to many people and we've all experienced it in our own way. And I suppose that the essence of this really is that while we have raised these physical barriers between ourselves and others in order to to protect ourselves to protect our family members and loved ones we may have also simultaneously lowered some of our internal barriers to ourselves so how is this manifested or how has it been manifested i think it's shown itself through the way that people have accessed their creative sides there's been such wonderful creativity explored and shared on social media over the last weeks and months. People who perhaps didn't know that they had it within them to, to be so creative. I think it's also something that I've certainly seen from people that I work with, uh, clients that I work with. It's opened up some opportunity for reflection and for self-awareness 
Um, people have also connected more deeply to nature. Again, that's something that I cover in the episode, Gift of Time, how nature has become much more present for us because because other things have fallen away. And I think people have also, this again is something I've noticed, people have become more grateful for small things, even while they've been frightened, perhaps, of big things around them. So all of this requires an opening up. To be creative requires a a great degree of vulnerability we're exposing ourselves and 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 opening up a part of us that perhaps may have been closed down so even since childhood so this vulnerability is is a willingness to to express ourselves that um, after times when we have allowed ourselves to let down our defenses it can be hard to maintain that openness or even to not judge ourselves for having been vulnerable when we enter back into our day-to-day lives. So I'll explain a little bit more what I mean about that, but essentially it doesn't mean that we need to be endlessly open to the world and and you know vulnerability is not about stripping ourselves naked and and you know utterly raw it means that we still need clear boundaries of what is okay and what is not. But it also means that it's important to keep sight of the things we've learned while we've been in that more vulnerable place. And to remember, as Brené says, that vulnerability truly is our strength. So I call this the vulnerability boomerang, this idea that we we throw ourselves out there in this act of vulnerability and then something happens that triggers us and we spring right back to ourselves you know the boomerang comes flying back and we close down again and I've certainly seen it in myself I've seen it in times when I have opened up and revealed a part of me that I normally keep well hidden and safely protected and then and then the dust settles and, you know, maybe I feel a little bit raw um, or that voice of judgment, that inner critic has piped up and said, oh, you know, why did you do that? Um, and and so I, I then, uh, you know, have a sense, you know, a compelling sense that I need to rebuild my defenses and I need to stop myself taking that risk again. And this act of unlearning the the vulnerability boomerang effect has been, you know, has been very powerful for me personally. And I see the impact in others as well, that when we learn to maintain our ability to be vulnerable, it means maintaining our authenticity, our congruence with the world and and not have this this sort of triggered response of closing ourselves down because we want to keep ourselves safe so these moments of of vulnerability can arise and it may be an example that that may resonate with you is uh, perhaps a time of speaking your truth to someone that you don't normally 
speak your truth to so something arises within you that makes you go no I need to express this not in a um, aggressive way or a volatile way but but just needing to express it and then afterwards thinking oh no why did I do that why did I speak like that it may be even something like forgetting yourself on the dance floor and and dancing with such abandon that it feels like the most gorgeous flow and then the next morning feeling as though you know you've embarrassed yourself in some way or it may be a moment of laughing so loudly and so deeply from the bottom of your belly in a place where perhaps others have been more serious so uh, you know these things they can they can trigger us because we are hardwired to to keep ourselves safe back to that that point around you know we're um, hardwired to protect ourselves from things and so the balance comes in of recognizing that it's okay to be ourselves it's okay to to dance when we love a beautiful piece of music it's okay to laugh as long as it's not uh, disrespectful for other people or something like that it's okay to to laugh loudly um it's okay to speak our truth when we do it with respect it's okay to share ourselves and so in order to be able to do that we also need to be able to recognize where our boundaries lie so we don't ricochet sort of in and out and come back into ourselves so there is a there's this muscle memory I suppose to moments of vulnerability that can trigger us to close up but like anything else it's something that we can learn we can develop the the muscle of how we nurture our boundaries so we can hold ourselves safe within our vulnerability and so we're not driven by those fears of what other people may think of us but we can recognize them we can hear them and we can choose how we want to respond this is a theme that we come back to again and again and again with the regroup power the fact that we are able to choose our response um, I've had a number of people talk to me about the Viktor Frankl quote that I have shared um, in previous podcasts around between stimulus and response there is a space you know this idea that that we are able to to choose how we respond to things and my feeling is that even as we face into whatever the coming weeks and months bring as we come out of lockdown, this may be a time when we can continue to nurture and support ourselves within our vulnerability and within those boundaries that we recognize we need to keep us safe but that we don't turn them into barriers because barriers shut us down. They, they keep us isolated and they, they hold people out. So next time um, that feeling of, uh, you know, of rawness arises, instead of reacting to it or being led by it, 
take a moment to simply notice it and notice where in your body you're feeling it. So um, there are a couple of other podcasts that we've done recently around resilience and also the one on energy and the still point with Emmanuel that contain core resources that can help us maintain boundaries, not barriers, and that can help us stay true to our full, vulnerable, authentic self. One way of doing it is this act of noticing where in our body we feel this sense that we are feeling vulnerable, we're feeling a bit scared, we've exposed ourselves in some way. So notice where in your body you're feeling it. Thank yourself for bringing it to your attention. So we start right away from a place of gratitude, not a place of judgment. And then tell yourself that it's okay, you've got this. We don't need to ricochet back into ourselves. We don't need to act, you know, as the boomerang. Notice how you're feeling. Notice what happens to the feeling when you pay attention to it and see if you can calm it further. Breathe into the space where where that feeling is residing. It may help to actually place your hand on your body wherever it is that you're feeling it. If you feel it in your belly, breathe into your belly and hold your hold your belly. If you feel it in your chest, breathe into your chest and hold your chest. Um, if you feel it in your heart, hold your heart and breathe into your heart and just take a few deep breaths to calm yourself and to reassure yourself that you're okay, that you've got this. So this, this act of self-awareness and self-soothing, it's, it's a wonderful tool whenever we feel anxious or afraid. And we can just keep doing it, just keep coming back to it until, until we notice that the feelings subside. And emotions, which is what this feeling of rawness, this feeling of fear is an emotion, they, they tend to last about 15 seconds. So if we can just hold ourselves in that time, then we can calm ourselves enough to decide what we want to do next. Opening ourselves up, letting our defenses down, being vulnerable, it is an act of bravery. And this means appearing as our full self in the most respectful and non-judgmental and beautiful way in the way that we show up for ourselves and we show up with others and each time we do it it becomes a little easier a little less scary and we find ourselves able to stay a little longer in that that space of vulnerability and if we choose then we can create an opportunity for us to grow even more So, there is a quote that I I want to share with you in a moment to bring this episode to a close, but before I do that, there is something here coming back to to what I was um, talking about earlier about this cry to end racism, this spirit that has arisen collectively to tackle something which has been 
so damaging for so many lives and how I see that response to racism, how I see it as, as coming out of a place of immense strength through vulnerability. And I see that as being a source of great change in the world. And in exactly the same way, this willingness to experience ourselves and to allow ourselves to appear in the world as our vulnerable authentic self is a source of great potential change within ourselves too because by doing that we are able to face into the things that we're afraid of and the things that hold us back from making changes that we know we want to create. So the invitation is to rest in this moment, to think about what vulnerability means to you, to think about what vulnerability you have experienced over the past few weeks, months, um, perhaps just during this time of lockdown and think what from that experience will serve you as you step into whatever the coming weeks and months may bring and how does that form part of your your bedrock um, for your own next phases of change because as we know the only thing that's constant is change And that leads me on to this beautiful quote, which is from a book called The Exquisite Risk by Mark Nepo. And it's a quote where he references Henri Nguyen. I'll read it and then we'll we'll bring this, this episode to a close. We cannot change the world by a new plan, project or idea. We cannot even change other people by our convictions, stories, advice and proposals, but we can offer a space where people are encouraged to disarm themselves, lay aside their occupations and preoccupations and listen with attention and care to the voices speaking in their own centre. We can offer a space where people are encouraged to disarm themselves, to lay aside occupations and preoccupations and listen with attention and care to the voices speaking in their own centre. That quote, and I've deliberately read that the second half twice, that quote for me speaks of vulnerability. It speaks of what it is that we can achieve when we step aside from ourselves and and allow ourselves to appear as our full self <laughs> in the world. So thank you so much for listening once again. And if this concept of of being vulnerable or your experience of lockdown has triggered thoughts for you 
things that you feel it would be beneficial to explore, then you know where I am. And in the meantime, I send you a hug and a wave.